and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's January, I'm doing Jurassic Park because of, well, reasons. So here we have it, Jurassic Park 3, to most uh, the worst of the franchise, and I got shit. Wanted to see us in the summer back in 2001, because my mates wanted to see Evolution. I saw this uh, when they went to go and see that, so when I walked out, I couldn't believe how fucking bad this thing was. And now, don't get me wrong here, Jurassic Park 2 had its problems, chiefly it was too long, but this one just feels like a slapdash script and a copy of a blockbuster, not the actual fucking blockbuster. Then, when I saw Evolution, I thought it was a much better movie. Anyway, this is Spielberg-less, so the reins were held to his old mate, Joe Johnson. Yes, this is indeed was a slapdash script written in five weeks after Johnson threw out the other script, because apparently the other script was uh, Goonies meets Jurassic Park. Kidding. However, Stan Winston Studios and ILM had already worked on the dinosaurs for months, so they had to write around the fact that these dinosaurs were pre-built. And this is just a fucking mess of a movie. So, let's just return to the island one more time. Time. Oh yes, it's budget $93 million, and this thing pulled in $368 million. So the lowest, I think, to date, I think it was. Starring Sam Neill, William H. Macy, Tia Leone, Alessandro Nevola, Trevor Morgan and Laura Dern, directed by Joe Johnson. The plot's a rich couple play uh, Dr. Alan Grant um, for him to show him the sights of Site B, even though he's never actually set fucking foot on site B, plus this thing has been restricted since 1997. When they land, and bearing in mind, as I said earlier, he has never set foot in this fucking site, how the hell do you know where the place is? Uh, Dr. Grant kicks up a fuss, but is told he's to rescue their teenage son. And would you note, parents of the fucking World Year Award goes to them, because they let their 12-year-old son paraglide around site B, and now he has lost on the fucking island. Can Dr. Grant get the boy back? What's with this movie's big bad and chasing them and why are the raptors so bloody well thick? Also, are you supposed to believe a spoiled rich kid can survive all alone in this island? So, the movie opens up on Site B, Isla Sona, 207 miles off the coast of Costa Rica. So it has moved down a hundred or something miles since it was in the second movie. Kidding. Up flashes a huge restricted sign as we see a kid about to go paragliding near the island. This kid being Eric Kirby, played by Trevor Morgan. He, along with his manny, is blown onto the island after their speedboat is attacked by unseen dinosaurs. The first joke of this movie is lame. It has Dinosaur written on the inside of the parachute. And I was finished. Not even fucking two minutes in and I was finished. This is just pathetic. And also, the green screen work in these scenes are truly and utterly piss-fucking-well-poor. I can tell a mile away these actors aren't actually doing the fucking paragliding. I mean, the stunt people look nothing like the bloody actors, plus the blending is piss-poor. Cut to Dr. Grant, once again played by Sam Neill, as he's trying to tell a toddler that to 
vegetable-eating dinosaurs wouldn't fight each other. Uh, what about over land and protecting their kids? I think they would. Anyway, the two dinosaurs that Dr. Grant is holding in his hands is a T-Rex and a Spinosaurus. This kid is Dr. Sadler's kid, once again played by Laura Dern. You find that these two never actually hooked up or actually got married. In fact, she moved on pretty well quick. She's now married to Mark, played by Taylor Nichols, who's an NSA agent, so he's probably stole your bloody well information. So what the hell was the point of softening fucking Dr. Grant in Jurassic Park, just to have him go back to his old, crotchety old fucking miserable self? I mean, and Ellie now has at least two children. God, that was bloody well quick. She should have met like a fucking machine gun bullets. Over dinner, Dr. Grant tells Ellie he's now working on a raptors, trying to figure out how they managed to communicate with each other. Fade to Dr. Grant, giving a lecture as uh, how raptors are the most intelligent thing on the planet. They're more intelligent than dinosaurs and some chimps. When the Q&A ends, however, most questions are about Jurassic Park, so he doesn't want to bloody well answer them. As one person asks, what is the point of you being here if the dinosaurs have been on back for seven years and they're not on one but two islands? Why not just study them? Which is a great question and a great but point. Until Dr. Grant angrily points out these are not real raptors or dinosaurs, these are genetic crossbreeds. When puzzled, quote, So, wouldn't you want to go on to site B to study them? Dr. Grant says, quote, No force on earth or heaven would get me back. Cut to the force. Them being hired guns, led by Yudeski, played by Michael Jetter, who has a sat phone with the most annoying ringer in history. This is a low-bit MIDI ringtone. Long before you could pick your own fucking ringtones, you were stuck with these shitty MIDI tones, and this one is the most bloody well annoying. Meanwhile, in Montana, we meet Dr. Grant's new assistant, Billy Brennan, played by Alessandro Nivolo. He's just like Dr. Grant. He prefers to dig up dinosaur bones. Or does he? He's also the gender-flipped version of Ellie, you know, except hunkier. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, when Dr. Grant returns to dig site to tell Billy he didn't get any more money to start digging up the bones, Billy shows off his new toy, that being a 3D printer. And I was going to call bullshit right off the bat, but I looked up uh, 3D printers out since the mid-90s. So God knows what the hell this thing cost in 2001, but there we have it. Billy shows Dr. Grant a 3D printed Raptor vocal cord, which he blows into, giving Dr. Grant a shot of PTSD. In walks more of the, quote, force in Paul Kirby, played by William H. Macy, who only took the role so his daughter could have something to watch when she grew up, because apparently he only did violent action movies and such. He claims to be a multi-millionaire and wants to hire Dr. Grant to show him the aerial sights of Site B. Let's cut to a bar and introduction to his wife, Amanda Kirby, played by Tia Leone, who I swear to God has only two modes, shouting and mouth-breathing. This woman has a none of it. Anyway, Paul pulls out his checkbook, and wouldn't you know it, Dr. Grant's principles fall faster than a two-door whore on payday. He's then shown on a private plane heading to Isla Sorna, on which, as you will never guess what, Billy shows Dr. Grant his lucky backpack. So this guy is a mix of Dr. Sadler and Sarah Harding from the second movie except he's male, and I'm guessing he's supposed to be dashing and handsome. Oh dear, oh dear. 
comes across as a bit of a shyster bloody wannabe. Dr. Ant then falls asleep, and here is the dumbest thing in this fucking movie, if not the entire franchise. He has a nightmare of a talking raptor. And yes, folks, just like that's in a talking raptor. Billy wakes him up as they fly over Site B, when Dr. Grant protests rather, about not landing on the site, he is then knocked out. And by the way, the CGI of the running herd of dinosaurs will hook up like a PlayStation 2 cutscene. Dr. Grant wakes up to the most annoying thing in the world, Tia Leone's voice screaming over a megaphone. And what in the actual fuck is she insane or is this just really really bad writing answers in a postcard out he goes to shut her up as Paul tries to smooth things over but it's too late the T-Rex has hurt her the mercs run into the jungle and they're being chased by this movie's big bad a Spinosaurus and no I didn't make that up it's a 60 foot long weighing 20 tons 50 foot tall eating machine much bigger than a T-Rex at uh, 12 feet and 6 tons. They try to make it to the plane and take off, but the Spino has to swat it out of the air and it crashes in the jungle. And why the fuck didn't they take a helicopter with a machine gun mount, not some lightweight little fucking shitty private plane? (sighs) The Spinosaurus then stands on it and rolls it about like a fucking dog trying to get the last treat out of the bloody plaything. I mean, this is ridiculous. And usually, I like the puppets in these movies, but this one looks bad. Plus, the CGI is not helping much at all. This looks fucking cheap. Where the hell did the budget go? Anyway, they all run for it as the dumb Spinosaurus continues to attack the plane. The mercs are taken out as the T-Rex shows up, but she is quickly killed by old Spino. And note, supposedly, all the actors did their own stunts. In this Spinosaurus plane attack, I'm calling bullshit. Also note, uh, the big bad of both previous movies is taken out in about 30 seconds, with a grand screen total time of 56 seconds, and this pissed off the fucking hardcore fans, because apparently the T-Rex bite would have snapped up Spinosaurus's neck when it had the, the one bite at it. But, this being a movie, meh. I guess the fucking Spinosaurus is on roids. Yes, and by the way, this is not an actual Spinosaurus because this thing is like three times the size of it and it was genetically, yeah, genetically spliced with um, other things such as uh, crocodiles and such. Moving on. Once running for their lives, a Dr. Grant knocks out Paul Kirby on his fucking lily ass. And here his wife spills all. They're looking for their teenage son. They're divorced, and worst of all, they're penniless. So the checks Paul written were fucking useless. Dr. Grant points out he was never on the island, but he was on the other isle, the Isle of Sorna, and they should have hired Dr. Malcolm. Running through the crash site to pick up anything useful, and wouldn't you know it, Billy's backpack survived along with his cameras. Bullshit! I mean, there's a fucking 20-ton dinosaur standing over the place, but your cameras are fine, mate. Turns out, Yudetsky wasn't a merc either. I mean, who in the fuck wrote this garbage? I mean, he's what? He's just a middleman to get the mercs, so why the fuck is he acting like a hardman merc? Uh, God, trampling through the jungle, all the Kirbys can do is bicker and fight until, handily, they come across the downed paragliding parachute-type thing. 
which is torn to shreds and they find the bones of the Manny. More screaming from Tia until they find Eric's camera, which is still working after eight weeks. Utter shit. Plus, fucking Udesky pulls out his torch and magically makes the camera work. Yeah, that's not how that one works. Dr. Grant gets Billy to pack up the parachute, which is a rip to shreds, but he still managed to take it with him and it works perfectly fine. Uh, as they take it with him, Amanda runs off screaming, so Paul falls right into a raptor nest. Billy, being a greedy fuck, steals some of the eggs because he's trying to do it for good reasons, i.e. To, to pay for the dinosaur dig my arse. And meanwhile, Paul tells Amanda over and over again, Eric is fine, and they'll find him. And where the hell is this hope coming from? He's a spoiled brat, for fuck's sake. I mean... Uh, and I highly doubt a bratty 12-year-old haul on this dinosaur-filled island for eight weeks would survive himself. What the hell? Is this a Spielberg movie? There's no chance in hell this guy's alive. Wouldn't you know it? They just instantly come across a top-secret in-gen breeding lab filled with experimental dinosaurs. You calm your ass down, Jurassic World. I'm coming for you. No, Jurassic World 2. I'm coming for you. Uh, where the hell was this when Dr. Malcolm was on the island? More, where the fuck was old Spino when Dr. Malcolm was on the bloody bell island? Uh, a raptor springs a trap. Who chases them down? Luckily, Billy traps it between a fence and a door. It just then screams for help. Who wrote this crap? They run back into the jungle, but it gets free, so it screams for backup, and there's a pack of raptors after them. Dr. Grant runs into a herd of mixed veggie-eating dinosaurs, as Billy drops his backpack, so Dr. Grant picks it up. They run into the tree lines, and now Yudetsky, who I thought died much earlier, is picked off by raptors. As in a tree, Billy sees Yudesky's body lying all but dead. When Amanda tries to rescue him, the raptors spring a trap and all but eat Amanda, as Paul saved her last second. Like I said, these fucking raptors are idiots. I mean, they couldn't jump to get her. In the bush, Dr. Grant watches the, po the pack leader call them back, as Grant wonders what the hell they're saying, leaving the raptor so that leaving a raptor kills Yudetsky. However, it's a trap! As the leader forces Dr. Grant into the middle of the pack, out of nowhere comes a smoke bomb. It's Eric, and calm the fuck down, Newt from Aliens. How the hell did this little shit survive eight weeks all alone on this fucking dinosaur-infested island? Oh yeah, this is a Spielberg movie. Worse, it's a fucking Johnson movie! Eric saved Dr. Grant to get him back to his hidey-ridey handway, uh, hideaway rather, in a fucking truck, okay? In his little hideaway, Eric tells Dr. Grant to be careful, he has T-Rex-P, which will attract old Spino. Why would you have it then, you fucking little idiot? Uh, the two connect over the hatred for Dr. Malcolm, how very charming is that? As night falls, Billy desperately screams out for Dr. Grant's name, and this guy's a fucking moron. Later, Paul all but blames Amanda for all of this. Seems she was banging the Manny. Or meeting well too much into this, possibly. Also, the Manny was a bad influence on little Eric. Next morning, Dr. Grant finds a boat just left floating by the riverside. So it goes down to see what shape it is in. As Billy takes the Kirby's down to the coast, because that's what Dr. Grant would have done. He must do what Dr. Grant must have done, because he's a fucking cheap wannabe clone. Oh, God. 
Eric hears the sad phone ringing, however it's inside old Spinal Stomach, so they run for the fence. At the same time, the Kirbys hear it and run towards the fence, however old Spinal chases them down. Now they have reconnected to both groups and are in for their lives. Oh, by the way, I'm calling utter bullshit on this huge-ass island. Not only does old Spino fight them, but both parties, which are heading two completely fucking different directions, manage to fight each other in a matter of seconds. Utter dog shit. Also, how in the fuck did they not hear this 20-ton monster stomp around the fucking place? What the hell is he wearing the world's hugest sneakers? Uh, for, oh, I forgot. These dinosaurs have stealth mode when the script demands it. It's fucking lazy writing. Oh, my lordy Lou. The group then run into some sort of building and lock two wooden doors with using bolts of because of course that keeps out fucking old dino. Uh, old spinal rather. Because if you can run through steel fucking fences, then why the hell would two rickety fucking doors hold it back? I mean, and where the hell did this fence come from? There was no fences on the island in the fucking second Jurassic Park. Oh, this movie. Billy demands Alan to hand over his backpack, so he opens it to find raptor eggs, so Dr. Grant wants to chuck them away, but doesn't for reasons. As down to go on a rusted old corkscrew staircase into a huge birdcage where they're attacked by pterodactyls, which pick up little Eric, taking him to the nest to be eaten by the babies. Billy then sticks on the parachute to rescue him. However, he's taken out by Mummy, which rips the sail to shreds. And note, the jumping babies are CGI, where the stationary babies are robots. The others are attacked by Daddy, so have no choice but to jump into the water below. Where, yes, you've guessed it, old Spino is waiting for him. Billy is then picked up and dropped off into a waterfall, also over a waterfall he goes. Amanda and Eric open doors uh, to get to the river edge as Dr. Grant and Poff to swim for it. Okay. Now on a boat, they head down river. All the while, Amanda is staring slack-jawed at Paul and god damn it is T. Leona a fucking terrible actress. She's straight up there with fucking Christian Stuart in the terrible acting stakes. And note, Billy was supposed to die here, however, Alessandro kicked up such a stink, Johnson let him live, even though he was fucking attacked by not one, but three pterodactyls and dropped over a fucking waterfall. Oh dear god, on the boat, Eric and Dr. Grant reconnect. It's time for the ooh-ah scene as the boat passes by a herd of brachiosaurs. Except these are CGI and look fucking terrifying! Later at night, old Spinal attacks the boat because Peter Pan reasons, that's why! However, the phone is now in its shit, so Dr. Grant and company have to dig it out. How very charming. Here, Dr. Grant uses it to call for help. No, not the Coast Guard, but Ellie! And I'm fucking done! Old Spinal attacks into the water because it's just a fucking gigantic crocodile. As Old Spinal attacks the boat, Dr. Grant tries in vain to get Ellie's kid to get the telephone to Mummy. He's attracted by Barney on TV because that's funny, right? Anyway, she calls the Marines who show up. Utter shit. You're trying to say to me... Well, this 12, 13-year-old kid has been lost on this island for eight weeks and the US government do 
fuck all but one phone call from a fucking former paleontologist, what the hell she was, and the entire fucking Marines, Navy, Army, the fucking whole shit and bank show up. Utter shit! Oh god, in the attack of the boat, it then catches fire, however, it sinks as old Spino has to dunk a shark cage with the group inside it underwater, pumps out somehow, and it's down to him to kill old Spino, using a handy dandy crane at Riverside for fucking reasons. Dr. Grant uses this distraction to shoot it with a flare gun, setting it alight. Uh, they escape and run to a beach, where they're attacked by the raptors, so Dr. Grant uses his 3D printed vocal cords to shout for raptor help, uh, which by the way is not broken, and indeed he hands over the edge eggs, which are also not broken, so he tries to meet all this fucking shit happening, these eggs are perfectly fine, this fucking cheap plastic fucking 3D thing is still fine also, utter shit. Anyway, he hands over the eggs, the raptors then run off, as they run to the beach where they're picked up by the fucking US Marines, which is utter bullshit. Also, Billy is still alive, utter crap. Oh dear, gosh, get this piece of shit over and done with. As the helicopters leave, a small flock of pterodactyls follow, because that's going to be great for the fucking rest of the world, as these huge pterodactyls are going to fly around the world, fucking terrorizing everybody and eating everybody in sight, as credits roll, so that was Jurassic Park 3, because it was short, terrible fucking everything, avoid this thing at all cost, this is just one big pile of shit, I'm going to give this thing a woefully pathetic one. Still, come back next week as I look at Jurassic World. Just don't forget to like, share, or comment, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts such as Mad Max, Batman, House, and more. Also, my solo podcast of Ghostbusters 2, The Thing, The Stuff, and many, many more. And check out my second podcast, The Schlocky Horror a Podcast, a show where every two weeks myself and my co-host look at all things B to Z, the very best of the very bad. A pie, and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Now this was a very bad idea.